Well, they've been trying to give Titus a push for the last two years. Or, well, push is too strong of a word. <laughs> <laughs> Bully club. What's up, fan bros? It's your main man, Illawasi, Y.C., a.k.a. your fan bros' favorite fan bro, and I'm joined by... Hey, what's good, folks? It's me, Bowman12L, once again, joining y'all live via the internet. Yo, and we're here to bring you our latest fan bros wrestling special edition. This time, it's the Royal Rumble. So, uh, Bowman, what's good, man? Why don't you get us caught up on the happenings in the wrestling world? Hey, so, uh, last time we joined you guys, it was Survivor Series. We had our traditional Survivor Series set. I guess we were saved. Uh, we were spared a Roman Reigns championship run at Survivor Series, if only momentarily for a few weeks, as uh, Sheamus cashed in. Sheamus cashed in his money in the bank. Uh, he got the championship run, formed a mean-looking heel stable, the League of Nations, because, you know, all foreigners are evil, scary people. This is what we're taught here in America. and uh, <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Donald Trump says so. <laughs> right? All foreigners are evil, scary people. Uh, League of Nations came through. They look like they're going to be running things for a minute. But no, that was just a psych out. Uh, Reigns actually won championship on Raw. Uh, Callisto won a championship on Raw. Well, Callisto quickly lost and it. quickly lost it the next day. Well, Reigns is still here as champion. Uh, the injury blood uh, bug continues as more people have been murked. Uh, less folks have been taken out the trash, but they're still going down. A uh, few people who are injuries are so bad. Now wrestlers are even lying about their injuries. Like Sasha Banks, she's disappeared from TV. Why? She's injured. But she can pretend like she's not injured. So injury bug uh, is very bad. And then also um, in the week since, maybe the WWE has pulled the uh, biggest wrestling get since, man, maybe the early 2000s. Uh, with the rumors of possible New Japan wrestling stars coming in. And all this leads up to a Royal Rumble card, which has a possibility to screw the pooch again because, it's you know, let's be honest, like two years in a row, they kind of like dropped the ball in Royal Rumble. So And didn't um, Samoa Joe sign a contract? Like a lot of these um, former TNA people are, are like in uh, with the development, right? Yeah, so uh, Samoa Joe is... If the rumors, if the dirt sheets are to believe, he's actually a full-time WWE contract. He's got the big money contract. He doesn't have just the NXT contract. Uh, what happened was Ring of Honor got a new TV deal last year. And once Ring of Honor got the new TV deal, it was believed that the WWE just went ahead and signed Samoa Joe to a full-time contract to prevent him from appearing on you know, NXT and Ring of Honor TV as well. Uh, WWE is some haters, man. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, they're like, they're somewhere between Drake and Joe on the hater scale of things. Because, you know, Drake got his Marvin's Room level of hate and Joe has the all the things your man won't do level of hate. And like, WWE is right in the pocket. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to hate on whatever the fuck you trying to make happen. It's your career and your life. It's that Drake level of like, I'm just, I just don't want you to be happy unless it's not me. You know, like Drake is a, a special type of hate. And the WD kind of operates oh, in that same. A, a bitter ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yes. That kind of hate. 
I don't want you to be happy. Uh, another one of the rumors, which is, is, is dirt sheet rumors, so, you know, anything's possible. You know, like, if they told you Kurt Angle's going to land on the moon tomorrow, it will be in a dirt sheet somewhere, all right? But one of the one of the rumors was that Samoa Joe was actually going to appear on the main roster a lot sooner since he is under the full full roster contract. He was going to be on sooner. But because of the incident with uh, Tyson Kidd, uh, they didn't want to bump him to the main roster as it would appear that he was being rewarded for possibly, you know, ending kid's career and that fluke injury so that's why he's still but he's been doing great work in nxt i mean joe hasn't joe has not wrestled like this in years if you see he's doing great uh he'll work his matches with like uh um champa on nxt just nxt a couple of weeks ago before the the london pay-per-view was just a a great hard-hitting match i mean it was more a jap a japanese style match where they're just like you know just kind of smacking each other real real stiff hits uh that was great and then his match with balor at the takeover special was great. So I mean the NXT is continuing to do some fine wrestling, some fine storytelling. But I guess uh Ella, I know you've seen the rumors. So we're gonna touch on this before we get to the rumble because this could play out in the rumble. But the rumor is that uh the WWE has picked up or is in the process of picking up some huge stars from New Japan Wrestling, specifically Bullet Club members, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Doc Gallows. Carl Anderson. Yeah, I'm thinking some of those guys may actually show up as surprise entrants in the Rumble um, since they haven't released a full Royal Rumble lineup. But let's go ahead and get started. I mean, that gets you caught up to where we are now. Let's check out the show. We're going to have the pre-show matchup of the Dudley Boys versus the Ascension versus Mark Henry versus Jack Swagger versus Darren Young and Damian Sandow with the winning team getting a spot in the, in the Royal Rumble match. So what are your thoughts on that? I feel like before we even get to this pre-show match, there are a few things that need to be addressed, all right? So are we just randomly pairing up random people together like Darren Young and Damian Soundow? I thought you got half a primetime player and Damian Soundow who hasn't been on TV for legit nine months. <laughs> but I mean, that's the, that's the WWE, you know? It's just like we got our main stars, our heavyweights taken care of, and then we throw everybody else, you know, if you aren't in a match, we just kind of throw you in some sandbag shit and... You know, we'll see where the grains fall. This I don't I, I really have because the stipulation is the winning team is in the Royal Rumble match. Alright, so I don't see the Dudley Boys women winning because the W the WWE seem to brought in the Dudleys for a specific reason as an enhancement talent, as veteran enhancement talent. They don't really need to be in a Rumble match. Plus Bubba got his spot last year for, you know, that pop in Philly. Uh the Incension, mm-hmm. they seem to be, you know, Stardust has played things, but they just been a joke. Uh, since the WWE's brought them up, uh, the WWE does like their big men in the Rumble. You know, they like to have like, who's gonna, who's gonna take out the Big Show? He's five hundred pounds. Who's gonna get him out? So I, there's logic yeah. for Mark Henry winning, but his partner's Jack Swagger, right? Well, but I mean, whoever the team is with Mark Henry, that's the team that's gonna win, or maybe the Dudley Boys or Mark Henry. So they need, like you said, they need, they like those big big man matchup. They they need a big man matchup, and the only characters I could see Mark Henry possibly winning is they've been going on. Maybe Mark Henry is retiring this year again. A lot of the interviews online have been uh, kind of implying that this is possibly Mark Henry's final World Rumble appearance. If you've been following the Mark Henry for these last three years, he kind of talked about uh, when he renewed the last time he renewed his contract, and so. Uh, three years is coming up again, so he's probably this is last year as an active performer. Um, I don't really see him, you know, 
renewing again. He says he wants to do movies and whatnot. But Jack Swagger as a random partner, and I really just don't see Darren Young winning this match right now because, I mean, they've completely removed Darren Young from uh, Titus O'Neil. Well, they've been trying to give Titus a push for the last two years. Or, well, push is too strong of a word. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've been trying to do something, elevate Titus. Because they aren't really giving him a push. Um, because Titus does a lot of stuff in the community on his own that, you know, the WWE kind of gives a little shine to, but they don't do it in the same way they, they shine a light on John Cena, which they really should. <clears throat> but, um, Titus is that big man that they kind of like, you know, but they just kind of haven't found a good niche for him. And he seems to be somewhat over with the fans, but again, he's kind of like a tweener, you know, um, yeah. they don't know what to really do with him. All right, so who you got for this pre-show match? I think I got for um the pre-show match. I'm going to I'm going to go with uh Mark Henry and Jack Swagger, uh two previous world champions. So that's going to play into it and I'm going to go they're going to I'm going with biggest weight limit. They want that big guy in the rumble. So that's what I'm gonna, I'm going to go with. Yeah, I I co-sign that. I think it's going to be Mark Henry and Swagger. <clears throat> um we also have what the WWE tag team title match, which is the New Day versus the Usos. Well, no, I also played the trombone back in high school. Did you guys know that? Oh, you did. Well, where did the idea of the trombone come up for you guys? Here, hold this real quick. So I played trombone as a child because I was an intelligent child. Trombone girl, bring us the gift. Bonus man, do it, coach. You didn't bring us anything. We got a gift for you. Here is a little tune. It's, it's not tuned right. Trombone girl, bring me the other. Bone this man. Uh, Bone him. We'll, we'll try it on this one. Try it on this one. This, it's not working. Uh, Trombone girl. Bone, Bone this man. Bone, Bone me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Now it's talking. There it is. Now there it is. talking, oh, baby. Uh, no. I'm it. Hit it. We got the new day versus uh, the Usos. The black magic unicorns and other other fruit cakery. Uh, the, the New Day, uh, who've been the, the hottest thing, possibly the best part of WWE uh, television. I say since SummerSlam, they have been consistently great, consistently entertaining. They've been doing what they've done. I was a little, I had, to be honest with you, I had a little, this isn't so much a prediction, I had a little beef with Max Landis because he was... He was talking about the new day, and he pretty much said that um, that anyone could have done their role given the opportunity. Like race didn't play a factor into like who the new day was. And I'm like, yo, the the new day ooze blackness is so it's not even funny how black the the new day are. Yeah, that's straight bullshit. Because the new day's whole thing was like the church church uh, when they first came out, they had like had the the whole church thing. It's a new day, and you know what I mean, like the, the black soul church gimmick. <laughs> I think the thing with Mac Landis is, you know, a lot of people, black people aren't homogenized. There's so many different types of black culture, black people. You know, we talk about on fan bros all the time. And so the New Day are not portraying stereotypical black men. They are pretty much their own personalities turned up to 11. And if you're not used. No, they're, they're their own personalities turned up to 11 with like a, a, a shit ton of glitter <laughs> unicorn horns thrown in <laughs> you know, and, you know. And, and if you're not used to like you know seeing a variety of different black people you see someone like the new day and you'd be like 
oh yeah, I could definitely see, I could definitely see a a, a white guy, you know, quoting, you know, two live crew, or uh, or acting brand new, or you know, playing snaps with somebody, or talking about like light skinnedness. Yeah, I could definitely see a white guy doing that. Definitely. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, I see far and away that New Day retaining their titles. Um, I mean, the Usos are, are are cool, but. The New Day is really like the shining light of the WWE tag team division. And if they're going to do something with them as far as, change, you know, a, a title, uh, a losing the title or dropping the belts, it would probably wouldn't happen until something like WrestleMania, where it would make more sense for it to happen. I just don't see them kind of dropping the belts. I, I mean, I could. I, <sighs> yeah, I see that. I think like New Day losing the belts would be a very big thing at this time. And remember the last time they took off. The belts for the New Day was for the time prime 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 players. It was very underwhelming. Primetime players was not over at the point, and it really lasted that long. People were still, you know, wanting the New Day, even though they're heels. People still want the New Day. If they were to drop the belts now just to get them at WrestleMania, I mean, that's the only other storyline they could really rock with. But if they were to to retain, you know, between now and Mania, they could build, you know, a, a good tag team match for Mania with the idea that the New Day might drop at Mania. I mean, so, the thing is, I see there's more options with the New Day champs than as the Usos as champs. There's, there's always, but the problem is the WWE won't do those options, so they'll probably it will probably still be New Day versus Usos through Mania. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, realistically, because WWE will give you the same match again and again and again and again, and then sometimes it matter. But I do think um, it's been it's been months since how the New Day operate. I think the numbers game is gonna be New Day's favor again. Uh, maybe. Maybe uh, Xavier Woods gets a new instrument, busts out like, you know, a tuba instead of a trunk, <laughs> you know, something more sturdy. And, you know, the New Day continues to dance off into 2016. And Biggie dances over the fallen bodies of his opponent. That's just a great man. This man be picking up tricep meat on sale at the supermarket and then to be dancing on these dead bodies. <laughs> you are a huge fan. <laughs> Of the new day. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love it, man. They they actually let these guys do it. I was funny. You, I don't know you. I know if you watched Raw this last week, I was laughing how they had like all the black guys in the locker room talking about it's our dream. Like, yo, how funny is that? It's MLK Day, and they're like, "Come on, guys, we're gonna finally realize our dream at the Rumble." What's the dream? Oh yeah, the, none of you guys have been WWE Championship. No black champions. This is kind of a little on the nose for MLK Day. And who wins the match? The white guy. It's like the Oscars playing out in the Raw. You know? <laughs> they team up with Neville. And who gets the pin? Neville. WWE so white. <laughs> Hashtag that, uh, fan bros. Hashtag that. WWE so white. WWE so white on MLK Day. So, uh, yeah, I think I think we're both in agreement, right? The tag match at the Rumble. Uh, New Day going over. Yes, sir. All right, so next up we have the WWE United States title match. This is featuring the champion Alberto Del Rio versus Kalisto. With this one, um, it's, I mean, Alberto Del Rio should retain. Hold on, here's the real question. Is Alberto Del Rio going to be awake during this match? <laughs> Alberto and Kalisto do some good matches. Yeah, I mean, Kalisto seemed to have waken him up. I mean, he's no Lucha Underground Alberto. He's no Lucha Underground Alberto. But uh, he's he's woken up. I think the double stomp has to go. 
I there's so many things like a litmus test for if you can watch wrestling is if you can believe in Irish whip, right? If you can understand that one man can throw another man to the rope and he'll run back and get a clothesline, you know, but I just can't believe the double stomp. I can believe in Irish whip, but the double stomp from the rope, like why are you why are you leaning up, man? Just lean back. Yeah. But I mean, you can't, you know, you got to suspend your disbelief. It's like back in the day when Booker T used to do the scissors kick and a dude had to, to, to stand, stay there. Hunched over. Stand, hunched over for like six seconds while Booker T ran out the ropes to do this damn kick. Like you would have just moved. You're just going to stand there like a gump <laughs> waiting for it. So I mean, you know, you got to suspend your disbelief and just let the, let the double stop breathe. <laughs> Oh man, but no, you're right. Like they they've had some enjoyable matches, and I do think the win on Raw when Kalisto won the title was a good move. He had the momentum. He's over. It was unexpected, and everyone's like, "Oh man, we can see this. This is amazing." And they promptly had him lose it on SmackDown. You know how bad it was. They they totally told people that SmackDown was recorded on Tuesday. They went on the internet on WW.com and it's like, yo, Kalisto lost the title at SmackDown. They always try and pretend like SmackDown is a Thursday thing. They very little, very little do they ever break the mold and tell people, hey, yo, SmackDown actually really happens on Tuesday. But for the Kalisto loss, they let people know, hey, yo, Kalisto lost. Dorito's got his, his title back. Well, I think, though, that this was really just a, a tester run. Um, I think they're going to run this Del Rio versus Kalisto feud into a mania so that uh, Kalisto can get the title at uh, Mania because having Alberto Del Rio as a champ works for the League of Nations where you had Sheamus as the WWE champ. Alberto was the um, United States champ. I think at one point Kevin Owens was Intercontinental. Well, no, Kevin Owens no, was he, part he of the League of Nations. <laughs> no. But um, there's another champ involved in League of Nations because this is what Sheamus, Del Rio, Rusev, um, and Barrett, we keep forgetting Barrett because he shows up every other week because he's injured. Remember, he's injured one week and then he's off, and then he shows up again. Yeah, so there is that. But the only real, you know, payoff that I see for this Alberto De Rio versus Kalisto U.S. title match is for them to uh, do a rematch at Mania, unless they somehow bring John Cena back into the mix, which I don't think they'll do um, at this point. Well, they might actually, you know, because they're trying to angle for bigger things for the WWE title for right now. Uh, All right, so I'm going with Del Rio in the U.S. title match. You're going with Del Rio, I think, because they seem to be in their old ways. I might have to disagree. I'm going to say Callisto. I think they're going to put on Callisto. If Del Rio wins, I think it's because if Del Rio wins, I think it's because uh, League of Nations is going to come help him out. But I think Callisto and it's going to go into Mania. But I really wish if they put it on a new champ. I think what really made the John Cena title run interesting was not just that he was having these good matches week after week, it's that he was having new matches each other. It made look like, you no, know, somebody that's won. what made the US, John Cena's U.S. title run terrible, is that John Cena had the title, and then he would just basically be doing these matches with up-and-comers and beating them. And it's like, you're taking an L to Cena, and you look like a chump. And that was whack. No, but I'm they saying if just someone like it. Callisto was taking on new challenges every week and beating them, that legitimized the title. It makes it look like wrestlers want the title, and it makes it look like Callisto is a smart, wise, you know, good champion. Yeah, the only thing is the WWE would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. They're never going to make somebody look strong like that, particularly an undersized wrestler. 
They're never going to do that. They're always going to make you look like you're just a chump, you know, and that's the problem. I mean, if they did something like that with um, Callisto, then that'd be cool where he was taking on different, you know, different all comers. That'd be great. But they're not going to do that. They reserve that type of thing for John Cena so that he can basically whoop up on these people like Neville and other, you know, high flyers or up and comers and make, you know, himself look strong and enhance himself, but not them. So, no. But uh, what's next? We have the WWE Divas title match featuring the champion Charlotte versus Becky Lynch, which is a match I am completely uninterested in, mainly because of Charlotte. I like Becky Lynch as a performer, but her best matches have come with uh, Sasha Banks. And I don't know. I just Charlotte is so bland and so milquetoast that I just don't give a shit about her. I mean, even with them trying to really tie her into the Nature Boy Ric Flair, like, I care about Rick. You know, everybody loves Rick and his antics, but Charlotte is just really like a piece of white, not even toast. She's just white bread, you know, just straight up and down. I mean, flat. Not even, no butter, no jelly? Nothing. White bread. Not even a little bit of like salt, you know, sprinkled on there. Just a little flavor. Nothing. No, no flavor. Nothing. (laughs) All right. So I will give the WWE credit. They've kind of stepped back. They've stepped back. They've hard reset on the Divas Revolution. And for this feud, they've they've kind of gone to a basics, a friend betrayed, uh, and an egotistical tra- champion. They've been they've been pleading up that. I mean, if you look into the subtext, yeah, the the the, the alignments are still kind of weird, kind of wonky. But they've stepped back, and I think they've they've told a a basic story, a mildly competent basic story of you know Charlotte's a little big for her britches, and she's a flair by the way. Flair's cheap. This is. Flair's cheat. Uh, Becky Lynch, I don't know why she hasn't known this, but, you know, now she's got an over. So they, they've, and I'm glad, I'm glad it's 2016 and this is not a Divas match where involves all women secretly hate each other. I, I'm glad that, you know, we've moved on. I mean, but this might change. Total Divas is starting back up. So we might see it next week. All the Divas hate each other for, just because they're ladies. But um, I think because Flair's involved, I don't think they take the championship off of Charlotte. Becky never won the title in NXT. I don't think they, they put it on her. And also, I don't believe Orlando is the place to do it. If I know my folks, they don't really care for Becky. I mean, but again, it is NXT's backyard. so They don't care for anybody. The only people worth talking about are... I mean, Emery, performing-wise, Becky Lynch is up there. He's good. People people love Sasha Banks. So hopefully, WWE is wisely waiting until WrestleMania to do something worthwhile with Sasha. Because other than that, they don't care. But remember, Sasha's secretly injured right now. She's secret injured. Uh, I have no idea what's going on with Sasha. So she's injured, but no one's saying anything. She's on the DL list right now. Okay, cool. I guess you got that from the dirt sheets and the inside track that you know only you have, Bowman. No, nah, man, it's but, just... <laughs> you know, I have no idea what's going on with Sasha, but there, she's the only diva that's worthwhile. You know, that people are really they pop for. Um, Naomi had a chance to shine, and of course, once she got injured, um, they've just dropped the ball with her and her character, and they really could do something on her because she can actually perform. My big gripe with WWE is that, especially with the women's diva division, they don't do enough. They have some actual workers. They had them in the past, and they just never give them the respect they 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 should be afforded. Unless you're blonde with like some nice implants, um, with the exception of maybe like Lita, you know. But like Trish Stratus, Lita, they did something with them. 
but you know they had the Glamazon Beth Phoenix who was good. They've had some good wrestlers. Um, uh, what's, what's their name? It's not Jade Kim. Um, uh, Gail, Gail Kim. Kim. Gail Kim. You know, but it's like the Divas could really be a competitive division if they took it serious and they really just applied some actual thought, gave them some decent storylines besides I'm jealous of her or she's jealous of me and that kind of catty, you know, typical stuff. But like some real, you know, if they had a, a, a match where it's like, I want to prove my skills, you know, and show that I'm the best wrestler and, and things of that nature where you can respect them and what they're trying to accomplish, then they could do bigger and better things. But they just don't take it seriously. You know, they don't take the tag team title seriously, anything else, but that heavyweight championship. Not, and this, they have three hours to fill each week, and they can't really, you know. Three hours to fill on Raw each week, two hours on SmackDown, our main event. Yes, but they can fill it with better content. But we can only afford one Divas match a week. There's not enough time. They need to fill it with better content. But anyway, I think um, the champion Charlotte's going to retain versus Becky Lynch. What about you? I think Charlotte's going to go over. This This is a competent feud. This is uh, their, this is their, if I'm not mistaken, this is their first pay-per-view matchup, right? It's the first time. No, she's she's uh, battled Paige. She, she battled Paige. Yeah, she battled Paige last month. And then Paige probably got secretly injured. That's why we haven't seen Paige. And apparently Paige is back as a Paige face. Paige is on uh, Raw. She, apparently she's back as a face. I don't, I don't, wasn't she insulting the, the dead Flair brother? Which was like, how is she? I don't understand these alignments. I, I don't know. So, yeah, they, and, yeah. and the rule of WWE, you have to wrestle each other five, seven times. This is their first time. So, Charlotte's going to go over. She got six more matches with Becky. All right. Next up, we have the last man standing intercontinental match. Uh, Intercontinental Championship match between the champion Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens. Um, now this one is a little tough to call because I like them both. Uh, and Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens are both beloved by the fans. Yeah, they are. Um, so that puts WWE in a in a conundrum because you know they hate doing anything the fans enjoy. So, but I don't know. I mean, but they aren't really backing. They've not traditionally backed Dean. I mean, they utilize him, but they just won't take him. They won't elevate him in the way that he needs to be elevated. They seem to be a little more supportive of Kevin Owens, but then he doesn't have that prototypical look that they go for. So, again, they won't elevate him in the way that he needs to be (laughs) elevated. So it's kind of like a conundrum. It's kind of hard to call. I like their feud. They've had some good matches. They're both capable and very solid performers. Um, I think Dean will probably retain just so they can keep him busy and occupied. And I can see this match being redone at Mania with Kevin Owens getting the win at Mania. But uh, right now, Dean's going to retain. And I think they're going to follow up Mania with the rematch. I think I think if Dean might win because they're trying to set Kevin's up to do something else for for uh, for Mania. Kevin's has been lobbying for months for something bigger, something better at Mania. Uh, I know he's been lobbying for the Brock Lesnar spot. I I don't think uh, Kevin Owens will get the, the Brock Lesnar spot two weeks ago on Raw. When he got suplexed by Brock Lesnar, I thought, okay, here we go. Uh, I, if if not the WWE, here's Owens trying to plant some, you know, seeds in our minds. You know, him trying to, you know, brawl uh, well, Lesnar. I mean, I've heard they're kind of tossing around either Kevin or Bray again versus Undertaker. I mean, he's. Um, I know he's not. Uh, if not, if not Lesnar or Undertaker, uh, Owens has uh, put out Nakamura's name in there. And Nakamura is probably gonna be in the E by Mania time, 
Uh, so keeping Kevin Owens occupied with Dean Ambrose for Mania, it's right now. It seems like a waste of a slot because while they've had great, they've had good matches, they haven't really had great matches. And I, and I think maybe this last man standing match is going to give them the opportunity or that stipulation that they finally had. All right, now we're gonna we're gonna really go out. We're not gonna hold back anymore. You know, like they've been. It looks like because they know that they're gonna be wrestling each other week after week, they're saving the good stuff for when they really need it. You know, and uh, so the matches have kind of been like. Mm, it's all right, but just no, you know, angle slam off the top rope to John Cena on your first night here, you know? So, uh, I, and also, the thing about this match is because it's a last man standing match, are they going to go for 20, 30 minutes? How long are they going to go for? So these two are clearly not going to be in the Rumble. Uh, yeah. Well, I think this is going to be a big, you know, I think they're going to give this match some time to breathe. <clears throat> but, and I think it's going to be a good match. But I, I definitely think that they're, I think that this is going to be, this is the start. Well, not the start, but, you know, a continuation. Because uh, I think this is their second time matching up. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think that it's going to continue on to Mania. Unless, we'll, we'll just, you know, the day after after the Rumble, the Raw after the Rumble, is when we'll find out what's what in terms of what direction they're going to go. If they introduce some new elements kind of into the mix. But I think my prediction is Dean Ambrose is going to retain versus Kevin Owens. And you're rocking with who? Um... I want my disgruntled Canadian dad. I want him to win. But I think they're going to keep this belt on Ambrose. Uh, it gives Ambrose something to do. Because when he's not helping out his blood brother, Roman Reigns, he's he's got this belt. Like, really, can we talk about how Roman Reigns has the worst friends ever? He's got his cousins, who are useless. And then he's got his blood brother, who's also useless. <laughs> Sheamus has the League of Nations. Anytime that man is in trouble, his boys is out there. They are helping him, all right? Roman Reigns' buddy's like, nah, he's got it. You all right, Jay? I'm okay, Jimmy. That's the nature of that's the nature of clicks, you know? The clicks are usually the the, the stables are usually the bad guy stable. And then the hero has to stand on his own. That's just, you know, is how it goes. Roman Reigns is mad because he's losing no DQ matches and Sheamus' boys came and jumped him. Sheamus' boys have clearly watched wrestling. They know how wrestling works. It's no DQ match. Of course I'm going to grab this chair and hit you across the head with it. <laughs> the, the mechanics of wrestling Roman Reigns is not good at. He's Like, the... the the character. I'm not saying like the performer. Yeah, he's a good wrestler. Well, but the character brings... of Roman Reigns is not a good wrestler. It's like it's like he's never watched this project. Opportunity. It comes in many forms. But once a year, it doesn't get any bigger. It is now time for the Royal Rumble. For the past 27 years, the Royal Rumble has been a proving ground with 30 of WWE's best and brightest compete for a guaranteed WWE World Heavyweight Championship match at WrestleMania. That, that brings us to our main event, the Royal Rumble match. The Royal Rumble! Where the WWE World Heavyweight title is on the line. And I actually think this is ingenious by um, the WWE. <clears throat> Why? I think this gives us a chance to have Roman drop the belt in a fashion that doesn't make him look weak because he's coming in at number one. He's going to survive to the end and he's going to be defeated and he's going to drop the belt and it's going to make him look like he's a badass. Well, not a badass, but, you know, he just survived 
He went the distance and just was worn out by all the people um, he had to face. Look, man, Roman Reigns is a badass. Did you not see him punch that 70-year-old man? <laughs> what is more badass than a disgruntled young man punching out an old man who's far beyond his prime? Yeah, well, I mean, Vince deserved it. But um, that's the only thing that's really you know unique about this. And you see it coming a mile away. I mean, because if he if he retains the title, I would be disappointed. Um, I just don't see a point in that. But for him to go through to drop and then finally drop it in the very end, you know, it gives him a story to tell of how Roman was just this warrior who had to face all comers, eliminated this person, that person. They're probably gonna have, you know, because I think he right now stands as the person who's eliminated the most people with eliminating twelve. He's got twelve. Um, so that at the very end, when Brock Lesnar comes at the end of the match and t- takes his title, you know, it's like, well, Brock was in no position to face, you know, have, have fought, fought, fought off Brock. Um, so it just make, it gives him an out, you know what I mean? And that's the thing, where he doesn't have to lose clean. Um, and then Brock can go on to Mania as a title holder and face either Roman Reigns or if they actually allow The Rock to wrestle, they can do The Rock versus Brock too which I think would be actually the best way to go. Because I'd rather, I'd much rather see The Rock take on Brock Lesnar uh, than Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. I mean, that would that would be, um, they've been lobbying for what, Rock versus Brock too for three years. Now at this point. Well, they actually had it planned a couple years ago. Um, and then, uh, you know, Brock got hurt with the Cena match. But they were supposed to, I think they were, that was going to be like a SummerSlam thing. But they're positioning it for WrestleMania, though. Rock versus Brock, and I would, I would love to see that happen. That that would be a good, like you know, legend match lunch draw. The truth, the truth was with this Rumble, I really don't know who who who's gonna win this Rumble. It seems like they're setting up this whole one versus all angle is clearly it's designed so okay, Roman wins. We make Roman look strong, and he wins because two weeks ago they did Roman versus everybody, and it wasn't everybody; it was just the heel rosters, like whatever. And then he still beat them anyway. And then they did Roman versus someone else, and he still wins again. And I'm like, did the, did the heel managers not win? They keep putting Roman in these situations, and he's clearly beating them. So I guess no one understands the mechanics of wrestling. Uh, but here in the Rumble... I'm surprised, though, that you're saying that. I mean, it's clear <laughs> what's going to happen. It, Roman, Reigns, Roman Reigns goes in first. He does the hour. Um, he tosses out a bunch of people. Brock Lesnar comes in somewhere between 27 and 30. What? And it, um, it depends if they want to put the title back on Brock. Which they do. And that's what's going to happen. Brock is going to win. He's going to eliminate Roman and whatever else. So further pissing off Roman and, fe- and you know adding fuel to that feud. And Brock retains the belt. The only real surprise they can have is if Daniel Bryan comes back and maybe he wins the title. And I just don't really see that happening. So this, puts the, this effectively puts the title back on Brock. Without Roman having to lose cleanly in a match, it sets up either Brock versus Roman again at WrestleMania, where Brock, you know, Roman is on a rampage trying to get his title back, um, and now has a little bit of legitimacy. Um, or they can do Brock versus Rock. It might not even be rainy because I think Brock is actually he's on the books for the next pay per view for Fastlane, so they could have their rubber match at Fastlane if they want to put the, the title back on Brock. Uh, the reason why I'm a little surprised is because they, they've worked so hard um, to to get Reigns over. Uh, he, he punched out the heel Triple H, so I can't. That's going to get anyone over. So they're 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 using that good push. Like they need 
Rumble wins get people over, except if he rowing's last year. So for him to retain, it finishes off their story of the one versus all. From a story perspective, it finishes off their story. And then also the, the Rumble match itself could set up uh, different possible stories later on if they want to if they want to go. I don't believe Owens is gonna be in the Rumble, but you have possibilities of say whoever eliminates see, Brock Lesnar. You're, you're making you're making the mistake of trying to apply logic and reasoning, <laughs> and that's not what it is. WWE doesn't care about logic or reasoning or supporting what the fans like or what makes sense. They only support the WWE agenda. Well, they have the to- WWE. The WWE agenda is that we need to elevate Roman Reigns because we've made the call that he's going to be the next man. So now we have to go about full steam ahead, not you know, and make him that right. And him That's him winning him winning would would continue their step <laughs> of him the man. I'm also thinking what they might do with Lesnar at Mania because. Rumble is the start of the official start of Mania season, and a lot of feuds start from the Rumble. Who's pissing off? But it's not going to make it a man. The problem with Roman is that he was he had a good rise, but then they tried they they tried to fast track him and shove him down the fans' throats, and the fans have thoroughly rejected that. And now through the work, is he finally getting a little bit of the the recognition back? Having him win at Royal Rumble doesn't really accomplish anything. Only by losing, by coming through, surviving, do they actually have a real story to tell. I mean, him winning, it doesn't really mean much. You know, it's no, you fought through adversity and you won. Great, John Cena. You know, but. but that's the story that WWE so, wants to tell. That's what they've been trying to tell us for the last nine months. I mean, I can see it. The only reason I can see it is because it sounds so lame <laughs> that that's something that the WWE would do. So you might be right in that regard. But I see him dropping a title. I mean, this is the best way for him to, he, he, he became the champion, and this is an easy out for him to drop the title, and then they can later set up a WrestleMania moment where he regains the title. I would, I would like to see, um, him. Plus, we also have to think about the fact that it's Seth Rollins has been away for a while, and he may be ready by Mania time. He's, I, I think if, I would like to see Roman drop the title, the only problem is I don't know who would they stick it on. And I don't think they stick it immediately back on Brock because I really think whoever eliminates Brock, if Brock does get eliminated, that's going to set up the Lesnar feud for either Fastlane or or um, or um Mania. I think that's that's what's going to go because whoever Lesnar's fighting at Mania is going to be a big deal. Well, I mean, unless The Rock comes out and eliminates him to help his cousin, which would be dope. But again, the problem is that it makes Roman Reigns look weak. You know, and that's the thing. That um, that's what happened before when they tried to have Rock come in in Philly and help him out. It made Roman look weak. Like you can't fight your own battles. The Rock had to come out and give you the cheap pop, and it just backfired against the WWE. So hopefully they've learned their lesson. But again, it is the WWE, and they don't really learn much. But um, <clears throat> so I don't know, man. But I mean, I clearly see for me the big winner of the Royal Rumble and the new champ is going to be Brock Lesnar. So you don't think it's going to be seven-time champion Chris Jericho? Fucking no. <laughs> it's not going to be Sheamus. Sheamus may be there in the end. Um, Big Show's going to be taken out. Dolph Ziggler's going to be taken out. It's going to be like, it's going to come, it's usually they, they do an interesting Final Four. So it's going to be Reigns, Lesnar, maybe Jericho, maybe Sheamus um, as the Final Four, unless they have a special entrant like Daniel Bryan or somebody. Because they usually have some small dude Who's there? Who's like the long shot guy? What if it's Triple H? Triple H returns. He screws Triple over. H, now if he, trues, he screws be, over Roman Reigns. That I could see that happening. Triple H coming in. 
because they still want to need to follow up on that feud. So Triple H, could, that would be a good way of inserting Triple H, you know, as a as a surprise thirtieth entry who comes in and maybe he wins the title. Because that's the only other alternative they could go is that Triple H wins the title, and they set up Roman Reigns versus Triple H at WrestleMania, where you want to see Roman beat Triple H. Okay, all right. So we got uh, another thing about the the Rumble we got to discuss our surprise entrance. This is has become a tradition in the last. Uh, every year, you never really know who's going to show up, but the last five, six years, surprise entrants have been a very big deal about who's in the Rumble. Uh, I guess the elephant in the room right now is, of course, the Bullet Club. Illa, do you think AJ Styles shows up in the Rumble? Definitely. Um, I could either see Samoa Joe or AJ Styles uh, popping up briefly. Um, if not in the Rumble, then they're going to appear on the Raw, the Raw following Rumble. It's just... You know, that that's the thing with the Rumble, though, is that you pop up and you're going to lose, you know, because they, they, they know who they want. But it's a good, you know, it's a good spot, a good shine spot for somebody to come back and do their thing and pop up. Outside of uh, Samoa Joe, is there anyone else from NXT you might see show up? Now, that I'm not sure of. Sami Zayn, um, maybe he just came back from injury. Or do we have Finn Balor, their champ? Does he show up in the Rumble? I think we'd have a Zayn sighting before Finn Balor, uh, because Balor has been doing his thing. And there's no real need to muck with that. Plus, you also have the fact that some people don't recognize some of the NXT people. Some of the general... Um, I mean, this is Orlando. We, 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 we boo when they leave Orlando. We're in, we're, we're 30 minutes away from the Performance Center. Amway. That's just because of traffic. Uh, you don't think uh, Orlando would go crazy for Finn? They might, but I mean, again, you know, WWE is operating on such a grander stage than that. Mm. So mm. I don't know. I mean, who else do you see popping up? Any any old wrestlers? Um, I don't know. You know what just came in my head? Either Shelton Benjamin or Carlito might show up. Shelton, I would love to see back in WWE simply because I think that there was so much untapped potential. That still need that can still and he can still go. You know he's uh, he's been in New Japan with um with uh, uh what's his face his tag team partner Charlie Haas. Um, and Shelton still has a passion for it, whereas Charlie doesn't really at this point. But I could you know that would be a good way to bring Shelton back. I love to see Shelton get a, a solid run. Um, I'm mad that they never really gave him a shot at the WWE Heavyweight Title, but. I mean, Shelton I mean, is Brock Lesnar's boy. That they are, they are, they're actually friends. They room together in college. Um, yeah, no, they're boys. But I just don't. I, I would just hate Shelton to come back and be misused again. Right. And that's exactly what's going to be happening. Right. They're going to mishandle him. The only reason why I thought up. of Carlito is because you remember he introduces Pops, you know, for the Hall of Fame, and they, he's still like his, you know, his outfit in, in Puerto Rico. They have like a kind of working relationship. So I might see Carlito. It, it's it's got like that that vintage pop, you know. Uh, he comes in, does a few backstabbers, and gets thrown out by Bray Wyatt. You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. So my pick is that Brock Lesnar is going to win the Royal Rumble. Who's your pick, man? I honestly, I don't. I I really, I don't know. I really could see a swerve like Triple H comes and win wins. And he gets he's a fourteen time champion. I, I see that. So- um, so you're going with Triple H. I, I or I could see Bray Wyatt coming. And and they actually do something with the no, they wouldn't do something with the Wyatts. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> they wouldn't do anything with the Wyatts. 
Well, I mean, what's going to happen with the Wyatts is that the Wyatts are going to be there and either they're going to have a showdown with Roman or a showdown with Lesnar because Braun Strowman has not really gone face to face with Lesnar. And whoever throws Braun Strowman out is going to get, you know, a lot of props and credit because they're going to be make a big deal of that. Like, he eliminated the big man, Braun Strowman. And I could see them using like Brock for something like that, you know, in terms of just showing that, you know, Brock is a powerful beast or they could use it for Roman just to show that, you know, he's really badass and, you know, give him like one last big hurrah before he gets eliminated. In fact, I can see Braun Strowman being one of the final six people or so. Um, I don't I don't I really don't think would they go two in a row? Would they put Roman in that two 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 rumble club so soon? I mean, I know they like him. We know that they like him. I I do feel like a heel. If if Roman does not win, they're gonna put it on a heel. And if Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar, Brock, he's not. He's he's got that. I don't. Even, he's got that Brock Lesnar. Whatever. He's he's not heel. He's not face. He's just you know. He's like bench pressing Brock trains in Lesner. Minnesota. You know that's Brock Lesnar. Uh, I I yo. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'll take the gamble. My buddies say that I don't go crazy enough. So I'm going to go crazy today. I'm going to say Bray Wyatt. Yeah, good luck with that. We over here tripping. Well, all right, fam bros. This has been the fam bros Royal Rumble Special Edition. Uh, please comment with your thoughts and your predictions on who you think is going to win, be the big winners at the Royal Rumble match. We'd love to hear it. Uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. And tell a friend to tell a friend. Share this with all your people on social media. And we'll see you next time. All right, peace. Stay safe.